Welcome back to this week's episode of BC Buckets Podcast. I'm your host, Bobby Beach Patterson, and as always, joined by Edmonds basketball coach, Coach Mark Figuera. Coach, another week down. We uh, we are officially in GPAC postseason tournament play. How's it feel? Well, it's the most exciting time of the year, Bobby. It's postseason basketball time. Feels great. Yeah, and we're going to dive into it too, but uh, let's just go back here to the last week of the regular season. Had two road games uh, to finish up the regular season here. Uh, and let's start Wednesday. I know a really big contest between the number one and two teams and the GPAC and the standings at that time. Uh, went down to Concordia, another classic game. Uh, unfortunately, came away with a 74-73 loss. And you can say what you want about anything. I mean, I, I just know personally, Coach, I mean, those last 10 seconds, I mean, unfortunately, it went the wrong way. Uh, but, wow, I mean, that was the most riveting, just crazy 10 seconds of basketball I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it was it was pretty wild. I tell you, you know, you can go back even to 15, 16 seconds. Tie game, they had the ball. Carter Kent hit a tough shot, pull-up jumper off a ball screen. And – uh you know, we came back down, weren't going to call timeout, got a little discombobulated um, in transition, and, and one of the guys called timeout, so we drew something up. I think they called timeout before they handed the ball in, and, uh, you know, what we called didn't necessarily pan out how we thought, but, uh, you know, Jane klein Essling makes a tough, tough shot to put us up one, hits a three with one second left, and, I mean, if you're listening to this, you already saw the play. I mean, it was – I don't know what the odds are that that happens, but it was it was incredible. And for me, felt like it was in slow motion. That one second felt like it took about two minutes. But uh, you got to tip your cap to Concordia. I mean, Carter Kent made an unbelievable throw. Tristan Smith made a great catch and finish. And, you know, you do this long enough, you're going to be on both sides of that. And, and, you know, we have been, and, you know, two years ago, we, we won on a buzzer beater three in that same gym. And so, you know, it's funny because coach Limbach and I talked after the game and, you know, there's a lot of respect for both teams and programs and all that. And, you know, it's like, what do you expect when you have the two top teams in the league playing on the last Wednesday of the regular season, it's going to be a great game. And, you know, if you take a step back and you look at that game as a whole, you know, first half was pretty back and forth. I think they had a three-point lead at halftime. We got down. We, I mean, we, we, we got into a big hole there in the second half. We were down 14 with eight to go. And, uh, you know, really ratcheted up our defense. Thought we made some plays, got some stops. Made a few shots, obviously. But, you know, we were on the verge of, of honestly getting blown out of there. And that was something we talked about with our guys. They, they, I mean, they're undefeated at home. They're 13-0 at home this year. And a lot of games they had, you know, they were – the script of the first half of our game was the same. It was a close game, tied, or, you know, within a couple points. And then they ended up blowing people out in the second half. And, you know, we were on the verge of that. But you got to give our guys a lot of credit for fighting back and, you know, giving ourselves a chance to win. And, you know, they made an unbelievable play. So you got you to accept that. you got to move on. You can't sit and dwell on it because it doesn't do you any good. It's not going to change the outcome. And, you know, unfortunately that got replayed quite a bit and made sports center and, you know, so, but 
heck of a game. I mean, just unbelievable game. And if you if you pay well, you had to pay money to watch the game, whether you were there or not. And so you, you definitely got your money's worth if you did that. Yeah, I mean, we it was a three-point game at halftime. We were down three. But, I mean, you look at just uh, those first half numbers. I mean, we shot 50% from the field. I mean, 54% um, from the three-point line. So, I mean, offensively, uh, came out and couldn't be – uh, too disgruntled by how the guys came out offensively. Defensively, probably could uh, uh, tweak some things up a little bit, uh, play a little more on our toes, uh, a little bit more communication. But, I mean, offensively had to be kind of pleased with uh, the pace and the rhythm when we kind of got in the flow there after those first couple possessions was able to shoot the ball and get some sides of the floor and a paint touch and all that. Yeah, and, and you know, defensively, one, they're, they're a hard team to guard. They just have a lot of weapons, and they're so fast, and they play so hard in transition. Uh, one of the things that – you know, it kind of happened in that game, and it's, it's happened a few times this year, and it's, it's a credit to our guys, is they've kind of found their, their footing defensively as the game's gone on. You know, and, and, yeah, we always have a game plan and a scouting report and all that, but at the end of the day, in the moment, the guys are going to know what's going on better than the coaches will a lot of times. And I think our guys kind of really figured some things out, what we needed to do how we needed to handle certain situations or actions they were running. And it, you know, it took a while, but those last seven, eight minutes, we really locked in defensively and guarded them. And that, that's not the first time that's happened. And I think that's a credit to having a, a veteran team, a mature team and, and a high IQ team. But uh, I mean, I don't know if there was a better game in the G pack this year. I mean, if we're being honest and I, I don't watch them all, but Holy cow. Yeah, no, I, I would 100% agree with you. And, and being out of the uh, the coaching um, now for this year, been a lot more free time to, to watch some games and watch quite a few games with, with all teams in the GPAC just because, I mean, sometimes I, I do kind of miss that itch. But, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I mean, that game was, I mean, front to back. And, and you said, I mean, down 14 in the second half there, things looked pretty bleak, uh, but the guys were able to really turn it in, uh, dial it in when they needed to. And, um, it just seemed like, yeah, that last seven and a half minutes, I don't know kind of what happened uh, or what, but yeah, it kind of took the bull by the horns and was just able to lock in a little bit more uh, to kind of assignment, some keys, uh, some tendencies uh, for Concordia. And yeah, just really played well, I thought. So yeah, I couldn't agree more with, I mean, honestly, probably the best GPAC game uh, of the year. And honestly, just thinking about the last couple of years, I mean, it's got to rank up there as far as best conference game in the last few years, for sure. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's unfortunate we came out on the wrong side of it. But, again, you you, you should always be disappointed when you lose because then that's frustrating. But then you can't hang your heads after a game like that. Yeah, and like you said, a lot of uh, credit to Coach Limbach. Uh, he's just done some really awesome things around Concordia, a guy I've got respect for too. So, uh, Wednesday night, I came out with a 74-73 loss um, at Concordia and then turn around uh, with a game Friday, had to go back to Nebraska, this time went to Crete. Uh, and yeah, not the not the best shooting performance night uh, for the Chargers here. Came away uh, with a sixty-three to forty-one loss uh, there to uh, to Dome. But I mean, got to give credit again to Dome. I mean, defensively they were they were pretty locked in. They were playing. I know on their senior night had a little bit of more pep in their step, I guess. Uh, and, and yeah, just kind of just wasn't one of those nights for us. It seemed like. Yeah, and it was it was a frustrating night, you know, for for a few reasons. Um, you know, one. We got out to an early lead. I think we were up 17-7. to seven. And then 
you know, we had a hard time scoring from that point on. And, and you do have to give a lot of credit to Doan. They're good defensively. Um, they were really executing things defensively. Um, I thought we, you know, we pressed a little bit. And it was like, at times, we were a little too passive offensively. And then as it started to turn and they took a lead in the second half, we started pressing and, and started taking some tough shots, some quick shots that we didn't necessarily need to take. And, you know, when the shots aren't falling, particularly shots from the perimeter, that's when you have to, you know, find that inner discipline and, and get the ball moving, get the ball inside, maybe kick it back out, maybe score. But we just – we didn't do a very good job of that. And, and you know, we were – I was probably more disappointed defensively. I thought we played a great first half. I thought we did a really good job making things hard for them. Um, you know, Josiah Gardner is a, a load to deal with, uh, their post player. I thought we did a pretty good job on him. We didn't give him open threes. And then the second half, you know, everything kind of spiraled in the wrong direction. But it, but it really started with our defense. They scored 14 points in the first seven possessions. And that's, I mean, that's really poor from a defensive standpoint, obviously. Um, you know, and then we just, we were not able to, to, to counter anything back. And, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know if this final score is completely indicative of, of the game, you know, it was, it was an eight, 10 point game with a few minutes left, but uh, yeah, you, you, you have to give a lot of credit to Doan. I mean, they're, they're playing well. You look at what they've done here the last, really the second half of the year, they have some really impressive wins. Um, I think, I don't, I guess I should check this. I think they're the only team in the league that beat both us and Concordia, you know, and they, they did that here in the last week. And that's, I think that tells you where they're at as a team and, and how they're playing down the stretch. And so, you know, you, you tip your cap to them and as frustrating as it is, um, you know, in the moment, I think it was hard to do this Friday night because I think we were all frustrated, but I think, you know, you get to the weekend and, and you take a step back and you look at the big picture of everything. When it was all said and done Saturday night, the GPAC regular season was over. We were GPAC champions, um, you know, and we ended up sharing that with Concordia and a ton of credit to Concordia. Like I said, that's, that's a program we have a ton of respect for, um, a team that I think is really good. Um, and as it settled, you know, we, we, we won out in a tiebreaker there. So we have the one seed in the conference tournament. We have an automatic bid to the national tournament and, you know, take a step back further. Thanksgiving time, we were four and five. We were struggling a little bit. Now, you know, we can sit here and say we played a tough schedule to that point, and we did, and it made us better, no doubt about it. But, you know, that could have gone another way too. Um, you know, so we, we went from that to conference champions to number one seed in the tournament to going to the national tournament. And so there's a lot to be excited about, a lot to be proud of, and, and we absolutely should be because that's a big deal. And, you know, let's take one more step back in the big picture. A year ago, we finished seventh place in the league. Um, we had a losing record. And, you know, coming into this year, we were picked sixth in the league. And not that I ever put stock into that anyway, but that's where we were. And, you know, I'm just really proud of our guys because he, about a year ago at this time, you could just see as a group – they collectively made that decision that we're not going to do this again. We're going to be better. We're going to get better. We're going to do it together. And when the payoff to that comes, I think that's just awesome to see. And, 
you know, every, everything they've accomplished is a credit to them. Everything they're going to accomplish moving forward, it's a credit to them. They've done a great job. And, you know, so yes, we had a, a tough last week of the regular season and, you know, it is what it is. It's over now. And that's, that's fine. We have to move on. And, and our, our focus moving forward is let's make sure we're playing the best basketball we can play in the postseason. And, you know, I'm not saying we have to go into this and win the conference tournament. We're sure as heck going to try, but you have to keep the big picture in mind. Everything we're doing right now, we're trying to prepare ourselves to be the best we can be for the national tournament. And, and I mean, I think if, if we're playing our best basketball and we're executing at a high level, we're going to have a chance to win games in the conference tournament as well. But, uh, you know, take a look at the big picture and, you know, we had a pretty dang good regular season. Yeah, and I'm glad that you brought all that up, Coach, because uh, I was going to touch on that too, coming all the way back uh, to the to the GPAC um, preseason polls, which I know we don't, uh, and I know you're like this, I am too. I don't take a whole lot of, of credit or dive deep too much into that. But yeah, just taking that step back going, all right, well, hey, fellas, I mean, we're going to the national tournament. We have a share in the GPAC title. I mean, those are huge things that when it kind of when the dust settles and you can kind of take a step back and, and look at all that, that's big time. Um, and the other great thing about it too, and, and you talked about just kind of getting as better um, and as best as you can possibly be playing right now. I did want to kind of pinpoint one guy, just, I know it's a group effort, but I mean, these last two, two and a half weeks, I mean, Quentin Voss has been playing some really good basketball right now uh, and things like that. He's been kind of looking to score a little bit more, just had a lot more assertiveness and aggression. What does it kind of do for your team when, I mean, you're going to get, you guys got I me, mean, Kyle, who can obviously have a night and, and Jane, and we've kind of talked about it before when Kyle and Quentin can both be versatile and help you guys score. But I mean, it's got to be pretty nice for a guy like Quentin, who's been uh, kind of through a lot of things here with the program. I mean, been on the varsity squads as a freshman uh, these last few years, uh, starting uh, these last couple of years. I mean, it's got to feel pretty nice to have a senior in his spot. That's slowly starting to kind of turn it on uh, when, when the timing is right going into postseason play right now. Yeah, and, you know, you, you look at his stats, you know, and you compare them to last year's stats, and I think the easy thing to do is say, well, you know, his stats are down. He's not scoring as much. But that's not in any way indicative of the impact he has. You know, I mean, there's, there's point guards, but then there's the guy who actually facilitates your offense. And, and Q's really the guy that facilitates our offense and quarterbacks our offense. Um, he's got a tremendous feel for the game. And, you know, he's really shot the ball well here the last couple of weeks. And that's something he's capable of. Um, he's not necessarily always looking for a shot. But you look at that Jamestown game, he had five threes. I think last week he had maybe six threes in the two games we played. And so it just, it just adds another dimension to our offense. Um, and it's exciting to see him have that success. And, you know, you talked about it. I mean, he's a guy that for two years stuck it out, sitting on the bench, playing JV kept getting better, um, didn't complain about it. Um, and, you know, now the last two years he started every game. He's a huge part of the success we've had this year. And, and so, yeah, it's, it's awesome to see a guy like that have success. And now, Coach, you, you look and like we talked about at the beginning of the, the episode here, I mean, this is such a fun time of the year. I mean, when you get to the, the middle to end of February and into March, I mean, this is, this is what basketball is all about. I mean, this is awesome. It's – it's a, it's a new life, uh, sort of speak, I guess, if you want to put it in that way. I mean, you look at Wednesday night, uh, first round of the GPAC tournament. We were very fortunate. Uh, and, I mean, honestly, guys deserve it 100%. We were able to get the number one seed. 
And, and you look at the game on Wednesday here, we played Dakota Wesleyan team who finished eighth in the conference this year um, and the preseason polls and maybe some other coaches around the league thought they'd be a little bit higher than that. But you look at it, and this is where we're at. Uh, playing a Dakota Wesleyan team who, who came into the Newman Flanagan Center back uh, at the end of January uh, and, was, and beat us 75-68. So you definitely got a Dakota Wesleyan team coming in uh, Wednesday night who's capable. Uh, they pose a threat with their size and athleticism uh, down low, especially with the way that they were able to attack the paint there at the end of the month, January. Uh, so what's it going to take uh, here Wednesday, and what are you looking for uh, Dakota Wesleyan to do that they're probably going to do the same of, uh, if not maybe change it up a little bit? Yeah, you know, you're, you're completely right. And, you know, postseason, this is why you play. And, you know, everybody wants to get here. And, you know, we, we talked with our guys a lot today about a lot of things. Obviously, we're going to start preparing for Dakota West. We already did um, as we record this on Monday night. But, uh, you know, number one, understand there's a, there's a lot of teams that would trade places with a lot of us. You know, there's teams whose seasons are over. There's players whose careers are over. Um, around the country that didn't qualify for a conference tournament. So make sure we have some fun. And, you know, number two, the, the lifespan of a basketball team is incredibly short. You know, you start in September or whenever, and best case, you're looking at a six-month lifespan because you're never going to have the exact same group of guys from, you know, coaches, players. You're never going to have that same group two times in a row. And so that lifespan is short. And as it sits right now, the maximum amount of time we have left together is 29 days. And, I mean, it would be awesome if we got to extinguish all 29 days of those. But at this point, we're guaranteed two more games, a conference tournament game and a national tournament game. We certainly hope there's more than that. But I think part of it is enjoy it. You know, we, we get so caught up, especially in the regular season, especially – when the last week didn't go quite how we'd hoped it would, you get caught up and it's like, oh man, I wish we would have won this game or done this. But, you know, now it's, you know, you're not going to change what you do. You are who you are. It's all about, you know, maybe a little tweak here and there and try to try to put yourself in the best position to be. And so, you know, we want to make sure we're enjoying our time together and, you know, practice games, scouting, film, all that stuff. Let's have some fun here these next couple, two, three, four weeks, whatever it ends up being. With that said, Dakota Wesleyan came in and kind of smacked us, honestly. You know, it was a game where I just looking back, I felt like they controlled the whole game pretty much from the get-go. And I thought they set the tone, getting some easy paint scores. They're really good, getting multiple guys posting up. They score in the paint well. And on top of that, they got some guys who can shoot it. They've been shooting the ball well here recently. Um, you know, and, and that game, um, that game, we, we were down a couple at halftime. Early in the second half, they pushed it up to like a 10, 11-point lead. And it's like we were kind of fighting back that whole second half. And you, you fast forward, it was a tie game with a couple minutes left. And we had two very untimely turnovers and a couple defensive breakdowns that really cost us. And that tie game went to six with like two minutes left. And that's, that's hard to come back from. And, you know, they ended up winning the game. And, you know, there were some things that, you know, we certainly didn't do very well. I didn't think we were very active and aggressive defensively. I thought we let them really dictate a lot of the game on that side of the floor, just getting the ball where they wanted it over and over again. And so we're going to need to do a better job of that. But at the same time, they did a pretty good job of guarding us. I thought they took away a lot of the easy stuff 
we get a lot of the times. And so we're going to have to, you know, just make sure we're finding ways to get our guys in the best spots to, to get the shots we want. And, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be fun. It's, you know, anybody who listens to this knows Coach Wilbur and I are pretty good friends. It's a, a coach and program that I have the utmost respect for. And, you know, the success they've had over the last decade speaks for itself. You know, and a lot of these guys on that team have had a lot of success in their time there. And so we're, uh, we know we're going to get their best effort. And, you know, the situation they're in, it's, it's win or go home. And so, you know, you're going to get a spirited effort and, and we're going to have to be ready to answer that bell. And, you know, I think the big key is we, we don't want to dig ourselves a hole early. And unfortunately, we did that both times we played them this year. You know, you think back to early January, we played up at their place. Um, in the Palace, we were down 10 nothing after four possessions and, you know, managed to come back. We were ahead at half and, and then kind of controlled the second half. But it's just not a good place to be. We want to we make sure we start off strong. And, and that doesn't mean we have to be up 12 to 4 or anything like that. Just making sure we're doing what, what makes us successful from the get-go. Don't, let's not turn this into 8-0, we call timeout to, to regroup two minutes in. That, that's not a good situation. Um, but it, it's going to be a fun game. It's, you know, unfortunately, it's just a single game um, on Wednesday night. But uh, it's going to be fun. And, you know, I think our guys are ready to go. You know, this weekend we were – the silver lining to play on Friday, even though we got beat, was it gave us two full days off this weekend, which we have not had that in a long time, you know, back mid-January when we had our last bye. Um, you know, so I think that was good for our guys to just rest and refresh a little bit. We've been a, just a little bit banged up couple guys that needed a couple days off to get healthy and you know it's it's going to be in the long run that's going to be really good for us so we're, we're going to be ready to go on Wednesday night. And coach you go back to uh, the game at the Corn Palace in early January uh, and then at the end of the month in January I mean they, they got some pretty quick starts but I know the one guy for them that uh, really kind of spearheaded that was Colin Oppold. I mean he's a guy who's a who's a strong physical guy who can beat you on the block uh, but then if you don't guard him, he's a guy that can bang down some threes too. So when you have a guy like that who is uh, an inside-outside kind of player, I mean, what are some of the things or the keys that you're going to have to do kind of right away to make sure that he doesn't get another big uh, hot start on you guys? Well, I mean, he's a good player, obviously. And, uh, you know, he's their leading scorer. I think the thing, you look at the last month, he's been shooting the ball really well. Um, and he's always been able to do that. But the last, you know, he's had a couple games here recently where he's made eight, six threes. And that just makes them that much harder to guard. But I, I think you have to you have to try to make them work for it. You have to live with some tough shots. Um, you know, you can't give him the easy ones. And that's easier said than done. Um, and that's something that's that's kind of been a focus for us here the last few days because I thought last week we, we didn't do a great job of that. And it's not necessarily one guy. It's got to be a team defensive thing. Um, but it comes down to you, you let him get to his spots he's hard to deal with. So you have to do your best to, to try to keep him out of those spots and, you know, just make him work for it. He's, he's going to score, you know, he's, he's a, he's an all conference player. He's going to score. You're not going to shut him out or shut him down, but you have to make him work for it. And yeah, the two great things here, coach, uh, right now, as we record this here on Monday night, I mean, number one, we, we've got a game here in the GPAC tournament. That that's obviously the first and foremost, but number two, 
we get a host at the Flanagan Center, which is awesome. So uh, big time game here in the first round of the GPAC on Wednesday night. Uh, men's game only as the women are up uh, taking on Northwestern up in Orange City on Wednesday night. So just men's game in the new Flanagan Center. Uh, Coach, you and I both know, I mean, that place is going to be electric. It's going to be a great atmosphere. Uh, just that one game, Dakota Westing coming to town first round of the GPAC tournament Wednesday night at 7 o'clock. Uh, for that first round GPAC game. So definitely looking forward to that and that first round here. Well, with that, we're going to make our way into the life rule uh, segment of the podcast here. And coach, this time of year for players and coaches, it's obviously a really fun time of year. Uh, and I'm excited for uh, what you got cooking for this week's edition uh, or segment of the life rule. Well, this one's very pertinent to postseason basketball, and it's just going to go back to something I already said. You know, when, when you're in college basketball, and for that matter, high school, you know, high schools around here are, are kicking up their postseason too. You know, enjoy every day you have because, like I said, lifespan of the team is short. Seasons are short when you think about it. They, they're long, but they go fast. And so just make sure you enjoy every day because – when you get to be my age and you're, you're 38 years old, I tell our guys a lot, I'd trade places with you in a heartbeat if I could and go back and play college basketball and, and just enjoy it, have fun with it because, you know, it's, it's the best. You get to be a college basketball player. It's, you're, you're in a pretty special elite group of, of dudes. And so have fun with it, enjoy it. Obviously give your best. You don't want to have, you don't want to look back and have regrets say, Hey, you know, that GPAC tournament game, we could have played a little harder we could have worked a little harder to get some stops. So enjoy it and, and have fun with it. Yeah, no, that's well said and, and very well put there, especially this time of year with, with college and high school, which is uh, in, in a really fun uh, time of year. And I can't stress that enough. So, uh, well, now coach, we're going to get into the shout out uh, section. Uh, what do you got for us here this week with your shout out? Uh, well, I got I just got to give a shout out to our coaching staff. Um, you know, they, guys do so much for our program a high percentage of it probably goes unnoticed by by most people but but coach Ford and coach Saban have been big time this year and uh you know those guys deserve a, a quick shout out here they deserve a lot more than that but we're going to give those guys a quick shout out because they, they've been awesome and I want to give a shout out to, uh, to another team uh there at the cliff the uh the baseball team I know this last weekend they were uh they were down south uh playing a few games didn't have the best first day but came away uh, and bounced back with a couple big wins there on that second day so I want to give a shout out to, to the baseball team and hope they have a pretty solid yeah year. Big, big offense on the second day yeah a little 13 nothing in that one game so uh big shout out to them uh, and hope that they have a, a really solid season coming up here so well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of BC Buckets Podcast. So, yeah, we are in the first round of GPAC postseason basketball play. Uh, just to let people know here, so at the Newman Flanagan Center, only one game on Wednesday. That's going to be the men's game at 7 o'clock. But uh, make sure you tune in uh, and watch the women's game. The women travel up to Orange City uh, to take on Northwestern at 6 o'clock. And Northwestern men are actually hosting Dome that same night at 745. But Briarcliff women will tip off against Northwestern on Wednesday, the 23rd of February at 6 o'clock. Um, and then at the Newman Flanagan Center, uh, Dakota Westane coming to town to take on the Chargers at 7 o'clock. So make sure you watch that, uh, the women's game. And then if you have a chance, you're in Sioux City or if you're in the area, I highly encourage and recommend you getting to Newman Flanagan Center. It's going to be a great atmosphere, a great environment. And I'm ready and looking forward to seeing what the Blue Crew's got to bring. So uh, with that, Coach, 
one game at a time here. Awesome time of year. Best of luck to you and the guys. Looking forward to talking to you here next week. All right. Hey, thanks, Bobby.